0: Get there! Give it a Oh god. Oh god, I hope people find this funny. Oh shit.
1: Oh god Oh. Welcome to the
0: Prattlefield. We're back. We are. We're back for another show. It uh Do I start every show with it uh? You start pretty much every sentence with it. Uh, I do, don't I? Sort of. Is that because my wife is right and I'm like a 70-year-old man living in a 39-year-old body? She swears I'm an old man. She's like, you can't hear shit. What? Right. She's like, you can't I'm hear. I'm actually,
1: I have hearing problems. <laughs> I am partially deaf. I do a lot of the, huh, what? Especially, Yeah. my main thing is like if we're in a, a crowded place and someone yeah. is just, if you're like talking to me in this tone of voice yeah. and you're like, out in a mall or cheesecake factory, you know, whatever. Yeah. Right. I can't, I can't hear The shit. clinking
0: of the glasses and yeah. the silver. Yeah. I, uh, I had my hearing tested last year. Cause my wife was like legitimately like you, you need to get some shit checked out. Like you need to get it checked. Cause I can, conv- I told her and I'm not kidding. I really, I, I don't hear her a lot. Like she'll say something from, from, right. <laughs> she'll say something from one room to another. And I'll be like, what? And she'll be like, Oh, stop. And I'm like, I, i accuse her of mumbling i'm like you mumble that's why i can't hear anything <laughs> that's that's my go-to as yeah, well stop mumbling people are like why do you because you're mumbling all the fucking yeah. time <laughs> and in reality they're probably not and she's probably not but
1: yeah it's is. not my problem yeah, right i mean of
0: course but yeah i went and had it checked i went and saw an audio audiologist is that a word audiologist audiologist probably and um he ran me through the thing and i had uh, my left ear was the bad one i don't remember the percentages but i had uh, like fair amount of loss in my left ear from whatever. I don't know what it's from. So like, what do they do then? Hearing aids. Yeah, that's well, that's the recommendation. And then they t- give you your options on hearing aids. And then you look at the price tag and you're like,
1: Oof. hearing aids deaf? are
0: really expensive. Like what? Like the sets that I was looking at there. Uh, and now, okay. So you can get the hearing aids, like the big giant ones, like really old menware that everyone can see in your ear. You can get those cheaper right but i'm 39 i don't really want to wear those at this point in life gotcha so the little ones that you don't really see easily the little ones that kind of hide inside your ear Mm -hmm. those were going for like three or four thousand dollars for a set fuck me not kidding oh yeah and i don't know about your insurance my insurance didn't cover it because it wasn't considered like it's not for me it wasn't considered a necessity because i could still hear (sighs) no i'm not kidding it's several thousand (laughs) dollars for hearing. you know it's it's awful what they charge for hearing aids Um, take out an equity line on the house no shit well that's what yeah i mean where am i gonna find that for dental work well yeah where are you gonna get that kind of money yeah well dental work i I, you know i mean i i would do the same thing you did on that i mean that's you have to you have to be able to use your teeth i mean you can't hearing you got to be pretty deaf before you have you shell out i guess but it's
1: still annoying oh it is i hate somewhat deaf
0: yeah i um but yeah he tested me and I, I wish i could remember the loss but it wasn't it wasn't it, it was great in my left ear and he's he did say it's like you he goes i would i would put people at your hearing level in in a low level hearing aid i mean i didn't need the super hi-fi you know i don't i didn't need the really intense the nuclear. like yeah right like right. i don't need the really strong ones um but the, like the lower the cheaper models but even those were you know two three thousand dollars for the i was like i i yeah. looked at my wife i'm like we can't do that i'll just have to live with it okay
1: it's like lasik i would love to get or lasik yep LASIK is it lasik, LASIK or lasik like, yeah man hey yeah. i'm scared to death wow well, like what if they fuck it up and i go blind yeah. it's like i would rather wear glasses than go blind and i know that's just paranoia and yeah people don't really go blind but right. that freaks me out yeah it also freaks me out that you're awake the whole time yeah what the fuck i um that's crazy shit right there and uh, then the cost what is it a thousand bucks an eye 1200 yeah, bucks an
0: eye something like that yeah oh no, it's a lot of money but i i mean i, I mean i guess i w- i guess the improvement in quality of life i don't i don't i've never worn glasses but i feel like you yeah, be you're fucking perfect baby well no lose. but i would feel like it would be per- it would be so nice to wake up and just get out of bed i mean right like no contacts no glass i mean that's what i do now but right if i wore glasses full-time like you're you dick. do i would think that that would be a cool <laughs> thing yes it would i mean it'd be sweet it would be pretty awesome or and i don't you don't wear contacts do you i don't think i've ever seen not anymore no
1: oh shit dude i wore contacts for years oh did you oh
0: yeah um contacts especially because you always hear horror stories about oh i fell asleep in them or i got something in them or one fell Fuck our
1: banner dude with our faces on it oh
0: yeah you son Uh, of a bitch did you even look at it i don't have time for that (laughs) i don't have time for that uh no sorry i told no you're right you don't have them on there no
1: um I interrupted you. I'm sorry. No, but I what I was. No, I'm not really oh, sorry.
0: So I listen to uh, K-Fan all the time, in the, you know, in Minneapolis here, the sports talk station. Not really for the sports. I listen to it more for the, just the social commentary. Do you like, you you like their it. voices? The sh- Is that what it is? No, I just like the just social commentary. Just I. the music sucks on every other. I can't find good music stations anymore. KQ. No, they play the same 13 songs all day long. Well, sure. But at least they're decent songs. I'll give you that. But after you hear them enough, don't you kind of like, oh my god, That's why I can't you get, take any more Hotel California. I'm just burned out. Get a
1: fucking Bluetooth dealy bobber in your car and then listen to your iTunes.
0: Well, I plug in my phone to my car now occasionally. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I can do that too. But anyway, anyway this wasn't even wow. the topic of the show. I'll, no. I'll finish this up. <laughs> but. but <laughs> wow this, this is how we get yeah. this is how we get through entire shows ladies and gentlemen so uh the lasik oh so they advertise lasik all the time on KFan. fan a couple of their guys had it done and of course they did because they're the spokespeople for it on the on the show sure and i'm sure they got it for a real nice discount or not you know free mm. hey we'll do it you know i'll i'll do the surgery for free on you if you you know give me a knock uh, uh give me a cut on my price for a year or whatever ads. you know yeah i'm sure they get that shit for super cheap but um, those guys talk about it all the time about how just, um, you know, and granted they're spokespeople, right. But they just yeah, talk what about else how they're going to say, well, right. Yeah. No, I know. But I, it's not that hard to believe. I mean, it's, it, I, I can believe that it's probably life-changing. That would be huge. Like going from contacts and glasses to all of a sudden you've got perfect vision. It's like, holy shit. I know. But it's like. thousand dollars an eye. thousand dollars an no, eye. I know. Yeah, no. You, know, you it, got two of them. No, it's a lot of money. I suppose Ugh. you, I suppose you don't really want to do one at a time. Do you <laughs> <laughs> No.
1: <laughs> what are the, one of the monocle? Is that what they're yeah. called? I could walk around with the fucking monocle. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, oh, I
0: remember. Was... The ladies
1: in <laughs> love. that. <boy>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Trendsetter Chad. I remember, oh, uh, I remember God. one of the old, uh, episodes of Batman back when it was on TV. I've told this story before to, to different people, I suppose, but uh i just thought it was hilarious you know back on that you've seen the old batman tv show oh yeah, yeah here and there burgess meredith the sure. penguin caesar america yeah yeah and um you know they in the opening they had the thing where batman and robin are walking up the side of the building right on the on the <laughs> <like their> lines <laughs> yeah right. and they always have special guests like pop their heads out of the window like that was the bid is to see who was going to come out of the window and look at them right you remember Did you ever see the one where colonel Klink sticks his head out no i have not. oh my god seriously i lost it i couldn't believe it he sticks his head out batman looks at him and says hello colonel <laughs> seriously <laughs> yeah. oh wow which is kind of weird because well, he was a nazi colonel right Like it's kind of weird that batman would be like civil to him he's well, a nazi he's a tv character that, but you right know, and you know. it was right and it was all crossover and all those people were all crossover things you know i mean they would have movie stars and music stars stick their head out like oh hello batman it was just part of the bit but um, i apparently
1: didn't watch it as closely as you did i well you are a bit of a batman fan.
0: no i am but I, in college i would catch it on um like tv land or nick at night would show like two episodes every day from like three to four like obviously rerun <laughs> right? oh, really? yeah no, they weren't making they're not still making them but oh they're not. <laughs> okay. uh, and i would watch them i'd catch my i would find it i was i was in my uh i would watch i watched a lot of them that way but um, you had a tough time getting through that sentence, didn't the, you? Jesus, my drunk. <laughs> uh, Keep the, working. The, you Colonel can, you was, <laughs> the Colonel Klink one. You can do it. Jesus. The Colonel Clink one was just so good, though. I, I just I remember. I, God, I was laughing. I was loling when that when that happened. Uh, I was R O F ing Um, but yeah, I guess it never struck me until just now that it's weird that Colonel Clink ran a frickin' prison camp you know he was a nazi colonel and batman's like hello colonel <laughs> you should have punched him batman he's a nazi he's a nazi whammo yeah isn't that what nazi isn't that what they call him in uh nazi who didn't brad pitt call him that in uh oh in glorious, in glorious bastards? bastards nazis yeah. sound good or even dirt that's a great movie <laughs> yes it is um <laughs> okay so well now that we're 10 minutes anyway. in.
1: Yeah. So, yes, long story short, you do end every, or start every sentence with, I, uh... I do start every I, uh, sentence. It's weird. I, it, uh... You almost did see, it See, right I just did it, did it right there. there. <laughs> I didn't try to explain it. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Uh,
0: I didn't notice until you brought it up, and now yeah. that's the only thing
1: I can hear. So, I know. And same with everyone else.
0: Well, I think it's because I'm trying to formulate my thoughts. Like, I'm trying to get my head Oh, yeah, the last straight. thing you want
1: is dead air. So you have to uh, say something. Right. Well, right.
0: Yeah. Well... The beauty of me and you is you both have motor mouths, so the dead air is pretty rare. It's rarefied dead air in this in this territory. Wow! Look at you go. No, rarefied. <laughs> no, that's pretty, Yeah, yeah I got gotcha. you. That's pretty good. So here's what I was thinking about, and I and I've been thinking about it for a long time. But what do you do? I um. You think about it. Apparently, whatever this is, I'm a guy who i like to i I, i'm always looking for the next thing like so i and you know this and everyone who knows me well knows this it seems like i'm always talking about looking for a new job or finding a new job interviewing for jobs and applying for uh, applying like honest to god i don't know what my problem is yeah Yeah, right yeah well that wasn't paid oh well sure but i mean it's just that whole the next big thing yeah i get it yeah side story on that if you want to go back to the ghost hunting for a second there's more uh there's a small detail i forgot to mention in the original oh. uh, the original bit and you already knew this part of the story but i forgot to say it to the podcast audience which makes it probably a lot funnier it won't be funny now because i just oversold it yeah you did um they actually required that you pay to be a member wait what yeah that ghost hunting club i was gonna be part of it was like 50 dollars a year to be a member So not only did I suck so bad that they wouldn't take me, they wouldn't even (laughs) take my money to take me. I couldn't even pay my way in. I forgot that part. I I thought about it when I uh, was driving home that night. I was like, shit, that was one of the best parts of that story. Yeah. So I couldn't even even pay my way into there. But you know what? It speaks to their ethics. At least they're ethical about it. I suppose they they have operating costs. Well, sure. And that's why they, yeah, well, right. And they would do like team, like team dinners a couple times a year or something where they'd all go out and they, the club would pay for it, you know, that kind of stuff. So no, it made sense. They had to buy equipment and buy an extension cord, you know, whatever, whatever you need. (laughs) Extension cord. Yeah. Whatever. Sure. Um, but at least they're ethical. Right. I mean, they could have just as easily said, okay, you're in, we just want your money. Well, good for them for standing up for what they believe in. Yeah. We don't think you're right. We don't care if you're going to pay us or not. With a heavy heart. With a heavy heart. We have to inform you. Yeah. So I'm always looking for new things. You are, and it's not. I, now I don't want people to get the wrong idea. I'm not i I'm not a guy who's like, oh, this job's below me. Like I'm not that guy. And I'm not a guy who's like, oh, well, if I can't, you know, uh, if I if I don't, if, you know, if I'm not going to make a million dollars a year, I'm not going to do it. Like that's not what I'm about. No, you're just about bouncing from I'm job just, to job to well, job to job to job to job. I'm restless, is what it is. Like I always, I, I'll get into a job. I'll do it for like a year and I'll be like, ah, this isn't really for me. And I guess I'm one of those people that feels like, and you know, oh, you know, oh, it must be nice. I get it. There's, there's people out there literally fucking breaking their back, doing jobs that they fucking hate just to put food on the table. So I'm, you know, I'm fucking, I'm not trying to say how hard I've got it. Right. Um, But I'm just saying that if I have an opportunity to find a job that I really like, I would rather have that job, obviously, Mm -hmm. because you spend 40 hours a week doing a job. Sure fucking do. So I do. I do. I bounce around a lot, which means I do a lot of applying and a lot of interviewing. I'm getting real sick of two things. Well, I'm getting real sick of one thing and one thing I think is just ridiculous and the one thing that's ridiculous... Let me just get into them. Shoot it, it. I can keep describing them for the next half hour if you'd like, but we're not ever really going to get to the meat of it. Let's hear the meat. So let me start with what is getting on my damn nerves. Yeah. Everywhere I've been applying, and I've, I, I just recently changed jobs, so now I'm done applying for a while. I'm out of the employment uh, applying phase for well, at least a year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but prior to this, I was doing a lot of it. So here's what I'm getting real sick of, is every, every place that you go to apply... They want you to upload your resume Mm -hmm. and then you have to fill out. They want you to upload your resume and they tell you when you upload your resume, we will transfer your information to our to your application. They they sell it to you like they're going to save you the work of filling out the application by putting in your resume. So guys like me who are like, oh, man, that makes a lot of sense. So I bust my ass fucking making my resume super fucking like try to make it as accurate as I can, like. No spelling issues, clean formatting, Microsoft Word, like, it's nothing fancy. If you wanted
1: it to look good, why didn't you ever run them by me? I would have caught all those spelling errors.
0: So, well, turns out that Microsoft Word has, like, a spell check, so it's just easier than driving. And you think
1: that spell check is better than me?
0: Well, it's better than driving an hour to your house, (laughs) quite frankly. (laughs) You you never heard
1: of email attachments? I suppose I could have just emailed you. So, anyway. Anyway. anyway.
0: So, I, I put a lot of work into my resume. Yeah. Because two reasons. One... I've been told by HR people that nowadays these corporations uh, and so I don't know what happens when you apply to like work as like a truck driver. I don't know how that system works. I'm the jobs I'm talking about are like big, these big companies. Sure. Yeah. United healthcare target, any of these guys. So I've been told by HR people that when you put your resume in their system, your resume actually gets scanned by a piece of software and it'll actually, that's what picks out the resumes that are going to, That are the best qualified based on the resume, right? So that's one of the ways that they evaluate talent. They don't have someone that sits in pages through every resume, which makes sense. That's pretty old fashioned. And that's, I'm Mm. sure how they did it 30 years ago. Nowadays, their software, like a tool that they'll scan all the resumes because um, you're uploading them to their system, they'll run them all through their software, and the software can pick out qualifications like. I suppose keywords. it makes sense if they're getting like thousands of resumes. Right. Well. Right. Yeah. And there. that's why I'm saying like the big, huge corporations. I think do this more than I don't think the mom and pop hardware stores are probably doing this, but. Right. Um. So the resume is it's a big deal now. I mean, it you know people I think for a while kind of thought oh the resumes don't matter. It's a big deal now, not only to make it look nice and make it appealing to people's you know eyes. But you better make sure that you have the right language in there, because if you don't have words that match the job description, you're probably not going to get pulled out of the pile, right? I mean, because that's what the software is going to look for. So put all this work into the resume, upload the resume. It takes you to the application stage. Already, I'm a little bit annoyed. If, if I'm uploading my resume mm-hmm. and you guys are going to make me believe that my resume being in your system is helping the application get completed, then there shouldn't be much application to complete, like okay so you you'll need like you've already got what i did at each job because it's on the resume mm-hmm. you'll know what company i worked for you'll know at least the years i worked there if not the month and year like some places want you'll have all that stuff so why is it that when i get to the application two things happen either there's nothing that transferred over which pisses me off because mm-hmm. it's like why the fuck am i putting all of my working in this fucking resume then Granted, like I just well, said, you gonna need look to get at through your anyway. software. Well, right. So, but when you put the resume in, you, they lead you to believe that it's going to make the process faster, more efficient for you and them. Sure. So you go in and there's nothing filled out on the application and you're like, oh, cool. So now I get to go through and basically redo the resume because I got to put in all the fucking company names and job fucking duties and years and dates anyway. Yeah. That's annoying to me. Here's what's worse even than that is they do transfer the resume into the application and it's completely it's fucked three ways from sunday <laughs> honest to christ i'm not kidding you you'll go in there and like i'll have you know uh target corporate security in there and have like four things i did for that job like you know things i did on the job and i'll go to the application and look at it and it'll have like it'll like say target corporate security but it'll have the duties from like a job i had five years before that <clears throat> And then the years will be from, like, a job I had right before that. Just completely screw the whole thing up. Now, not only do I have to fill out the application, first I got to go in and delete all their shit that they fucked it up by putting the resume in there and then refill it all back out again. And this has happened more than once? It happens all the time. Seriously. And any of these big companies you gotta I... You got
1: to quit applying for these big company jobs.
0: Well, yeah. You got to no.
1: go work at a mom and pop hardware store, apparently. The
0: thing of it is, and that's, so, that's, and that's the thing. So I had a career coach for a while this past summer. Like, I had got to that point where I was like, I need to figure out what I'm, what I need to go do. Like, I don't know what to do anymore. And this career coach, um, this is a little bit off topic, shocking. <clears throat> she actually did tell me she's like, and she had worked for, for smaller companies and big companies before she got into what she's doing now. She actually said, she goes, you know, the smaller companies, um, she goes, in my experience, actually pay more than the really big guys do because they value your skills more and they value your education more than the big companies do. United you know, healthcare is so big that you're literally just a number and they have that salary slot pinned down pretty good of what you're going to get paid. You go to a smaller company that's got a staff that's 5% as big, you know, 5% the size. Mm. They actually value the skills you bring to the table. Like they put more stock into your personality and into your education, into your skills. They're actually—they have a bigger salary range than the big boys do, because they feel like you're worth the money there. Like they—they—they—they they, they, they can look to see what your potential is. These big giant companies, the salary range has been pinned down by some specialist in HR five years ago, and that's where it sits, and that's about—that's the end of it. So you told your career coach to just go
1: fuck herself because you're not going to listen to what she's saying anyway.
0: No, I told her what I'm going to tell you right now is I—I I don't. There's just no, I don't see that many smaller companies looking for people in my job searches Mm. like the job searches i was doing i used indeed is what i do all my job searching through indeed i love indeed i think it's great and that's what i did all my searching through and uh it always would it would always come up with these big companies and it's like and 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 rightly so because the big companies one probably have a bigger advertising budget or recruiting budget right Mm -hmm. than the small guys do but then two they have a lot more positions to fill so you know united Healthcare might have 25 spots to you know on a team of doing, you know, one job auditing or whatever. Well, the small guys that are a startup or, you know, a medium sized company might only have three slots. So like, United healthcare might be hiring five analysts. Well, the small company hiring one, right? So you're going to, I think you're going to see the names more often of the big guys than you will the little guys that may or may not make sense to people. That's just how I've put it together in my head over my years of looking and applying and resumeing and fucking interviewing. So that's my one frustration. If you're going to make me upload the resume and make me feel like you're saving me time, actually save me time. Sure. Or don't bullshit me. Just have me upload the resume. Don't mention anything about the application. And then when I get to the application, just leave it blank and I'll fill it out like I used to do. So
1: since you've been fucked every time on this, how about why uh, not just tell yourself? I don't want
0: to call it fucked. It's not like the end of the world, but it's no, just, it's But I mean, if, if it happens
1: every time, after this happens two or three times and you start to see a trend, how about next time when you go into it, you're just like, hey, I know that I'm going to have to do this twice.
0: I it, it you know? I did get to that point. Lower it that did. bar. I know it did get to that point. I guess I'm just a guy who feels like with where software is today and I'm not, you know, look, I'm not Bill Gates. I'm not, you know, out building. So I totally get it. Right. You know, far more about software than I do. And you're not an expert in it either. You just, you, you know, it from your hobbies. So. I just feel like with where software is today, where technology is today, where automation and like artificial intelligence is or is going, it just seems odd to me that, they, that nobody can build a system that they can actually really take your resume and put it into an application and make it work. It just seems weird to me. Maybe I'm the only one this happens to. Maybe everyone else's resume transfers perfectly and they don't have to mess with it. Maybe I'm screwing up the resume to where they can't read it. I don't even I don't understand, understand
1: why they'd have to have to do that. Do why what? can't the resume be an application right why not I, just have an application no, that says your name fucking address your phone number whatever maybe right. like one box where you can right. write some comments or something right. and then it's like attach resume right. i don't know no,
0: I, I i'm with you i don't know i don't get it like the application because your resume has name address phone number email all your job history and education on it you're absolutely right the application could literally just be you know uh maybe like a narrative box of why you think you're you know fit for the job or why you're qualified or maybe get creative and start asking some questions like what are the you know what 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 do you feel would be the biggest challenge of this position or you know whatever maybe start making people write out their thoughts which should give you an indicator as to where right, they because sit because if they tool. can't write then you probably don't want to hire them anyway right communication is such a big deal this coming from the guy who texts everything of course like we talked about you beat me to it thank you uh fuck you i was mm, gonna jump all over that coming uh (laughs) you saw my eyes you saw that you saw the cheese (laughs) i um no you're you're absolutely right i don't know why no one does you know and the reality is you know we're, we're in the cornfields a little bit i mean i you go out to, you know, you go out to uh, Palo Alto or LA or San Francisco, you go out, out where it's real tech heavy. And there probably all are, there probably are startups out there that just say, give me your resume, come in for an interview, we'll decide. Like, or, Hey, we're going to hire based on the color of your socks. So take it, you know, i mean, you know what I mean? Like Google and these, these tech companies right. have kind of these crazy ways of like interviewing and hiring. Mm-hmm. Maybe they have systems that operate that way where it's like, just give us your resume and your, you know, your, and just come in. I don't, I don't know. But I'm just saying my experience here in in the good old, you know, in the the heartland, it's fucked. It's a fucking mess. Here's the other thing that um, I'm not annoyed by, but I think it's just a dumb old practice. And I don't know if there's a better widget out there to replace it. Um, Maybe there's just a better way to... I think there's just a better way to to handle it. Job interviews. Mm -hmm. So... Me being a guy who has had a lot of different jobs and, you know, in the same companies and I, with bouncing around to different companies, I've done a lot of interviews. Funny, I'm not very good at it. You'd think after so many interviews, I'd be a more skilled well, how do you know you're not good at it? Well, I don't get a lot of jobs. That doesn't necessarily mean I, anything It could It could be they had someone else, whatever, but...
1: Right. There um, could have been three people and they all interviewed very well. They just thought one person was a better fit. doesn't necessarily right. mean you're bad at interviewing. Well, no, I guess. Well, no one's ever told me I'm great at it either. So maybe that's, you know... Well, who's going to say when we're the I other? Suppose. I suppose. Mean, we didn't hire you, but you're a, a great interview. They're not going yeah. to call you back and say, hey, by the way, you yeah, suck at interviews. Or, hey, by the way, you knocked that interview out of the park. But, but we're still not going to hire you. We're not
0: going to hire you. Know, they're not going to fucking tell you. I suppose. So, interviewing in general, I think, is a little bit ridiculous. Interviewing, Why? Well, because interviewing, it's like... They want to see who you are. They want to be able to hear you hear you talk. They want to be able to get your answers to their scripted questions. They want to hear um, how you express yourself or what you think about this or that or this or that. These are all valuable things for an employer. Right. No, and they totally are. Here's what I think is odd is, does any do any of these companies believe that they're genuinely getting the person that they're interviewing on the first day? Like if, if you're interviewing and you've interviewed in your background, you've done some, a lot of interviewing. Do you, you don't genuinely believe that that person sitting in the interview, that that's how they're going to, that's, that's a representation of how they're going to be day to day on the job. You can't think that's reality because anybody who goes to an interview and I mean, they're going to tell you what you want to hear. They're going to tell you what you want to hear. They're going to be handshake, 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 smile, smile, smile. You'd be surprised. Up though.
1: You'd be surprised. No.
0: Though. Okay. No, there I pre- are
1: people that show up. They don't even bother to dress up. They smell like taint.
0: Right. No, you know, I, I'm sure
1: they just fumble, fuck their way through the whole thing. They, right. it's obvious they didn't prepare at all. Right. I mean, those, those people do exist.
0: No. And I, and I, and I get that, but I think that there's also a large population of people that do what I do. And they dress up and they shave and they get a haircut and they look nice Mm. and they rehearse their fucking cliche answers in their head fucking all day long before the interview, just like I do. You know, they go online and research interview questions and they prepare through LinkedIn and all this other stuff. And they interview practice interviewing with their, their buddy or their wife or whatever. I mean, I, you know, I think there's a giant population of people that do that, but you're not, you, you don't, I, I just think it's odd that employers would hire someone based partially on that interview, they can't really think that that's how that person is day to day to day to day. It's an act. Sure. Right? Isn't it? I mean, am I, am I seeing it wrong? No. It's I a mean, false front, a little, a little bit. bit. It's it's like presenting yourself
1: on a first date. Right. You don't show all the warts. Right. You know, you don't talk about all your bad habits or right. all the, the reasons you got dumped in the past. You don't and, bring that shit up. You put your best foot forward. Right.
0: And, and in interviews, I I mean... I, I, you know, I think people are, are, are mostly honest about this, about kind of the basic kind of stuff. Like, Hey, you know, what, um, what's your best quality? Like, I think, I don't know. I mean, me personally, I try to be honest on that. Like, I don't bullshit that. Hey, what's your biggest challenge? What's the biggest hurdle that you feel like you have to overcome, you know, with your development? I'm honest about that. I, I don't bullshit that part of Do it. Did you talk about your penis? Nope. It's <laughs> weird that I don't did not it it's weird i've been told that believe it or not yeah i've gotten emails afterward from the uh, interview like oh you didn't mention your small cock much, much oh sorry bob i forgot i had that oh i suppose you would it's so small oh you're a real zinger aren't you that never happened
1: oh no nope, i made that up.
0: oh really that never happened uh... um it uh I just think it's so, so anyway, oh, so that's where I was going. So I'm honest on that kind of stuff. And I'm, I, f- I, feel like I'm pretty genuine on, on most of the things I say, but you, they have to know on some of these questions they ask that the person is just saying what they want to hear. Yeah. Because you know, the questions that are coming uh, in, in some cases, I, 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 worked for target corporation for four years and I had three different positions with, within target that I bounced between. And Target... I think it's bounced among, isn't it? Bounced among three different positions? Because between is two. Among is more than two. Oh, is it? But that doesn't sound right. Bounced among? No, it sounds very awkward. Bounced between. Huh. I moved between. I moved twice. I had a bunch of different jobs. I had three different jobs with that same company. Yeah. Now, Target, uh, and, and a lot of companies are probably this way, they have a very specific way that they interview they use a certain kind of question for uh, all their interviews like it's all laid out on paper for from hr it's all like by law compliant that's the thing is these companies well, they have to ask correct. the same right.
1: fucking questions every yeah
0: right and there's a lot of stuff that they can't ask about right because there's like laws you know like it, the size of your penis well like like that or they can't ask you know are you straight or gay or you know i mean that right. you know obviously um but Target has a very specific way that they ask questions, a certain style of answer that they want to get from you. They want it done a certain way. Uh, and a lot of companies use this method. It's not just Target, but I'm just as an example. And there's actually a list that you can get at Target, a list of like 50 like interview questions that you're almost guaranteed your questions are going to get pulled from. So like when you interview for jobs at Target, it's you have to put work into it and you have to put time into preparing, but it's not a complete guessing They give you all game. the questions ahead of time? Not for the position, but you can get it. People, it's floating around Target. Like there's people that have the list that you can just get it from. That got it from wherever. Like I had it, I got it from one of my managers when I was moving to a different role. She's like, hey, this might help you out. Here's a list of you know a bunch of a bunch of questions that that um, that are exist at Target or some of the questions were questions that she got while when she's interviewed at Target. Hmm. so it's not a comprehensive list i'm sure there's questions that aren't on the list you know obviously but it's a good indicator of the kind of questions you're going to get right so you still have to put time into it you still have to kind of figure out what you're going to say and figure out your shtick and whatever and you know what's important to that team and figure out what they want to hear blah 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 but at the end of the day when i go to that interview i know how to answer the questions i know what they're going to ask and that's an advantage of being internal too right i mean you work there so you're going to kind of have an idea how they're going to ask and what they want to hear from you right well plus they also have people that
1: they can talk to about your performance and that's of thing You're not a complete unknown
0: right so there some of that comes with just being internal and i and i and i get that i just feel like there's gonna be i just feel like there's a lot of questions that you get asked in interviews that you have to know that they're they're going to tell you what you want to hear i it's just such an act the whole thing is just just an act i think What I'm wondering is, could there be a different? And I'm sure there's companies that do this. I don't know everything, of course. Could it? Would it be more effective to bring somebody in and be like, and just, you know, be like, hey, look, we're interviewing, but this is more just me, like, kind of picking your brain and figuring out like what kind of person you are. Like, I'm not going to ask you all the cliche questions about, like, tell me about the last time you were under stress. All right, but the problem with that again is that then they
1: run into. You right know, no law, right right got, right right
0: uh, couldn't your question be more like hey so uh um what are your goals like where where do you want where you know where do you see yourself in in 10 years what kind of job do you think you're gonna be doing oh really oh let's talk about that for a minute oh okay yeah cool oh yeah my brother-in-law did that for a while oh yeah great okay oh yeah i know a guy who does that yeah it sounds like a fun job good for you so like, you want
1: you basically want it to be a fucking podcast
0: without the swearing i want to shoot the <laughs> or the burps yeah i guess i know oh, i guess i do maybe i'm interviewing for the wrong industry maybe i'm interviewing you for the wrong jobs are. yeah um i just think it's weird man i just i just feel like interviews is such it's such it's kind of a sh, it's just kind of all a, a, sh, a scam and not a scam but it's, it's not a hundred percent scam i mean you no, can you can but, get
1: you can gauge a little bit about a person yeah, based on an interview
0: kind of anybody can dress up in a suit anybody can sit up straight
1: right but there again not everyone does so if you've got five people you're choosing from yeah and two of them show up you know and they're all fucked right they look like ass they smell like ass they obviously haven't prepared well right okay they're gone what did i say five show up right okay those two are gone right i'm good at math i'm a mather here we are you got three left yeah and you know that those three are going to tell you what you want to hear, but right. you know, you also, you read them and you see how they present themselves. And sometimes right. you can tell if, if they're saying something that is obviously rehearsed and they're not genuine. And sometimes you can pick up on if they're sincere.
0: Can you? Yeah. Maybe some people can. I'll, I'll give you that. I think some people can, if you have the right kind of background, or if you've been doing interviews long enough, you can probably pick up on little cues when people are full of shit. Yeah,
1: now there will be people that squeak by that oh, they will just knock it out of the park I know and they will be are. like holy with shit right that is the best interview ever right and then once they actually show up and start working right. they're the biggest piece of fucking shit
0: yeah. yeah i've seen it i've worked with them it happens so i i don't know i guess i feel like interviews i don't know you're right i it didn't occur to me i guess because yeah and I, I well i guess i mentioned it first like, you know state you know federal law and compliance with that I, you know i i know there's regulations and stuff but the jo- so, so the job that I have now, um, when I interviewed for that, my first in person, I had four total interviews. That's a lot of fucking interviews. Yeah. Well, I think that's, so my wife is uh, interviewing next week for a promotion at her job and there's seven people involved in that and they're all uh, one, one by one. So like it's what? one person for 15 minutes, another person, 15 minutes, another person, 15- I'm not kidding you seven what the fuck yeah that seems
1: completely unnecessary no
0: i know uh i, I in fact uh mutual friend of ours um uh well not not friend you you know of him though i don't th- i don't know if you I don't think you talked to him but but zach from you know that we we both know mm-hmm. when he interviewed for a job um he interviewed for a job down in kansas he was in interviews all day like it was like interview like half hour break interview with two or three more people like 15 minute break interview with two three more like it was almost it was like a full work day of just interviews so they interview and then they talk afterwards and say do we want to move on i don't know like
1: yep and then they tell you okay we're moving on and you do a whole fucking day of that i I don't
0: know i mean i don't know what they do in between but 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 that's what he said he said it was he was down he was in their building for almost an an eight hour day jesus christ i know and that's what it seems crazy and granted he was going for a, a a pretty high level like management gig so they are still, it's not like he was doing entry level, you know, sitting yeah, at the front desk manager but, of what? Well, right. Yeah. I, you know, and he was managing, managing, he'd be, he, he was well, he and fucking he, designing space shuttles or he, something. He actually, he ended up getting the job. He got, I mean, he must've done awfully well for a full day of interviews, but, um, no, but anyway, so this job I have, I mean, I thought four interviews was crazy, but then I hear my wife telling me about next week and I'm like, wow, <laughs> that was yeah, that's suck. a bit much. Yeah. I understand two or three interviews with like two or three people per interview. But seven, and you're doing them all one on one. Oh my god! Yeah, that that's like speed dating, sense. right? That's what it's gonna feel <laughs> I like. I don't know. I've never tried it. Well, neither have I. But in, you know, I saw a forty-year-old virgin. And that's the idea <laughs> yeah, I've got. Right. Yeah, that's all I've ever seen of it. Um. So, oh, so anyway, my four interviews I had for the job I have, now, I have now, the first interview was with the manager of my current manager. So she was like the top dog, like the ultimate, you know, ran the whole team kind and of. That person. was first. Yeah, she was the first interview of all of mine. Gotcha. Uh, well, the first interview total was the recruiter on the phone. She had to pass me first. Yeah. Okay, so that's a phone interview. That was, you know, but that's not real intense. That's more of let's go over your resume. Okay, no, you could have done that while you're taking a shit. Right. That's not too big of a deal. Uh, my first in person was with with the uh, the VP, like the big dog. And um, she she was, that's the kind of interview that I'm talking about. She, she told me from the start, she's like, I, she goes, I'm more interested in having a conversation with you about your background and what, what you would like to do here and what, you know, what, what you can bring to us. She's like, I would rather just have a conversation about that than ask you these scripted questions. And she did. We just sat and talked and it was really cool. Like I walked out of it. I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, it doesn't have to be, you know it doesn't have to be scripted like questions that you read word for word off a piece of paper and then write down every word the person says. Like she was just like, hey, let's talk about it. And mm. I don't think she wrote down a word. We just talked. Granted, she's got the luxury of being the, the top the top dog. So at the end of the day, she can say, nope, I didn't write down any of his answers, but that's who I want. But so she wasn't the only
1: one. I bet the other two you went to, they were writing down they did. shit. They did. Yeah.
0: They did. Um, but the other two went off the script. They went off the paper. Bop, 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 um, One of them kind of admitted that she thought it was kind of stupid but she felt like she had to do it she told me that um and the other one didn't say anything about anything she just went right to the paper and was like and wrote down every single word um and then my fourth interview was with an hr person and that was also a phone interview so i don't i don't know how that went but um anyway so i guess the reason i bring that up is that first interview i had with and, and you're right she had her minions probably writing everything down so she probably didn't need to i mean i get that Uh, but that was the kind of interview that I think more places should do just like relax, you know, stop sweating. We're just going to have a conversation. Let's talk about where you've been, what you've done. Let's talk about, you know, how you want to develop, like what you want to be, where you plan to go from here. Oh, great. It was nice talking to you. Cause I think with that, you get a true taste of their personality. Because you can hear them talk, you, their their personality actually shows a little bit. Because with the scripted questions and scripted answers, I'm not really showing personality. I'm giving the answers I think you want to hear, and they're all super polished and shiny. Right. Right. It's oh ba 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 ba, and then I stare and smile with my big shiny grin, waiting for you to you know give me my you know your little nod of approval or whatever bullshit cue. But she was just like, let's just talk about it. i I don't know it was super cool and i and i really do i've i i really like her uh and everyone i work with really likes her i'm glad she's where she is but um i don't know i guess that's what i'm getting at i just think it's now that you're in that
1: job how long are you
0: gonna wait until you bounce off to another one i've got a few months in me (laughs) no i i don't know i there's a lot i've got to learn um and i've never done work like i'm doing now this is a brand new field for me uh you already know all this i'm just telling the audience more Mm. um so there's a lot for me to learn, a lot for me to take in, but it's, I think it'll be really good for me down the road. Uh, so I've got, I mean, I, I, I'm going to put in some time in this role for sure. Now, give it a year, 18 months. Eh, so let's say in a either year... Either move in the same company or maybe take off and go to something else. Let's but. say
1: in a year or 18 months, you are kind of fed up with it and you've had it. Are you going to go back to the corporate america applying at places like target all these ginormous corporations are you going to go for a mom and pop hardware shop
0: with a field that i'm now into it's probably going to end up being a big giant corporate thing because i I mean i'm doing compliance work right now like compliance and like due diligence and external pressure points and yes (laughs) literally no it's not uh that's the kind of work i'm doing so no take downs or anything no we haven't gotten to that yet. I don't know <laughs> when that comes. They have a wrestling mat in the conference room. I don't know what that's for. I always look at it. Uh, they told me to buy a singlet. I'm like, I need a big one. You know, singlets. Oh my, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so it'll probably be a, yeah, it'll, Libre. it'll probably be a big, another big company because you know, the small, super small companies probably don't have a big, they don't do a lot of hiring of compliance people because it's just not something they can, they can deal with, you know, but the compliance stuff and the, like, the risk management stuff is big, big, big in financial institutions more than anything. And that's who I work for now is a financial place. So, yeah, it'll probably be one of these huge banks, you know, U.S. Bank or Bank of America, whatever, Wells Fargo, whoever. Um, so I'm going to deal with the same bullshit. It'll be the same thing. It'll be, you know, but bring bringing your you resume. You already know what to expect. So it's I know, like, I even let it? I just frustrate it because it doesn't frustrate me that I have to do the work because, uh, like they say, if you want the job you have to put in the work like i okay i get it right like it's not laziness really it sounds that way i'm sure it's more of just feeling like there's got to be a better way there's got to be software that somebody can build to and make billions of dollars on it because it can cleanly transfer a resume to an application so you're back to that now what part
1: well you were talking about the whole interview process now you're oh back yeah to i know i'm totally back on, no i'm back on the application now yeah I, i'm sorry
0: sorry about that uh so yeah and then the no but you're right if i want to st- stay on topic or back to, to my second topic um yeah you're right on the interview thing too I, these big giant companies they they all have scripted interview questions and you know We'll go, oh, we got to read it right off the paper because that's what HR says. And that's what target wants. And that's what Wells Fargo wants, whatever. So yeah, it's probably going to be all the scripted interviews, scripted answers. Um, I'm going to rehearse and polish my answers up and bah, 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 and sweat well, my ass off. And
1: there, there are advantages to doing that with the company that you aren't already affiliated with though. One of the things that really sucks about like internal, or if you're going for a promotion sort of thing is when you're interviewing with peers, whether you're the one interviewing or being interviewed, it's like five minutes ago, you may have been trading farts with this person. And now you've got to totally change your game face and be this completely different person. You guys like this big elephant in the room. You got to pretend like you weren't just trading farts five minutes ago. Right. Then after all is said and done, you know that they're judging you right now and they're peers. Right. And that,
0: no, and that, that would, that, that would be awkward. Um, I had a little taste of that, uh, I applied for a recruiter job, uh, with a place locally here. Cause I thought I wanted to get into HR and recruiting. Uh, and it was something that I had done a lot of and spent some years in. Um, and that it was a place I'd worked before. So I went and applied there and interviewed and had to interview with, uh, with one of the three people on the panel that I had worked with previously when I worked there. And it was like, and it is awkward because that person and I, we weren't like best friends when I worked there but we were friendly. We knew each other. We yeah. went to some parties together. We drank together. So it is a little awkward. Cause then it's like, Oh, Hey man. <laughs> right. Like, er, sir. Yeah. Right. Like, and now you're interviewing me for yeah. something else. And it's like, now I'm trying to like show you how polished and how impressive I am. But in the back of your head, you still remember me like being half naked, like drunk on the floor, <laughs> like, you know, fucking a goat. Right. Granted it was years <laughs> ago. Right. I mean, you know, we're talking like, 11 12 years yeah you know, i don't know 10 years between when i worked with them and and the interviewing with them. you know so it wasn't like it was yesterday of course um but no you're right that does get awkward that, that does it. could you imagine you interviewing me for a oh job oh my god or vice versa right first of all it wouldn't get off the ground that would be the shitty it would be that the would shortest be interview ever right
1: because especially especially if it was a one-on-one right because there's no fucking way no. i could yeah. no <laughs> there's no fucking way how long before we'd be off topic <laughs> yeah right What's up? So we got to be in here for about 20 minutes, buddy. What do you want to (laughs) eat? Did you bring any
0: Snickers? (laughs) Can we get delivery to this room without anyone knowing? No, that would be a sham. (laughs) But but you know what would be even, what would be funnier to me is if it's you interviewing me and there had to be like an HR person in there. Because the whole time I'd be like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) he has nothing like this in real life. (laughs) right.
0: After I walk oh out God. I can hear you sing to the HR person, you don't have any idea what you're getting into. <laughs> you want George Costanza? Uh, you're about to get him. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I uh anyway, I don't know. So that's I I just wanted to get all that off my chest. And it I wanted to bounce it off you because you've done a lot like I I said in the beginning, you've done a lot of interviewing. Um I've never done that part of it. I've always been on the other side of the table. Um and you brought some, pro, some, some uh, perspective that I, I didn't have, obviously. So you're right. I mean, there's laws and, you know, like what I said, but. Just stick with what you're doing for more than a year or 18 months. You know, I just get restless, man. I do. Cause I'll do a job for a while. And once I feel like I know how to do it, I'll start to feel like I'm spinning my wheels. Like I'm not making progress anymore. Like while I'm learning, I feel like I'm evolving. And when I stop learning, I stop evolving. And then I just feel like I'm just in a rut and I'm just spinning my wheels. That's when I start looking for something else. Cause like, oh, I've got to go find a new, something else to go learn how to do or go do.
1: Boy, if you had a factory job, you would hate yourself. No, I
0: know. And that, no, I know. And that's, and that's kind of what goes back to my original thing. I said at the beginning of the show was I, I realize I don't have it that bad, right? Like there's guys who, you know, literally are hurting themselves at their jobs, physically breaking their back, you know, mm they probably won't be able to walk when they're 65 because they're moving furniture all day long, every day for 25 years. They don't have a choice. Like they've got four kids at home and you know, their wife is sick or whatever. Like there's people out there who have it a lot harder than I do. I totally, you know, when it comes to jobs, I have the luxury of going out and applying for all these jobs and trying to find something new, but you're right. I would be, I would, I would be miserable. Like our, 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 our parents, grandparents generation, I had seen probably more grandparents than parents. I don't know about you, but that's my, my case. Like, my dad moved jobs all the time. Maybe that's where I get it. Um, but like my grandpa on my on my mother's side, like he laid carpet and put in like linoleum floors for like his whole life. Like that's what he had for his career. Mm. Uh, uh, that's the kind of job every day. You're like, oh, fuck, right? Like because you know what you're gonna deal with every day. It's like, oh, my back's gonna hurt at the end of the day. And my knees already hurt. And I haven't even started working yet. Yeah, and every day you go back to work and you're like. Oh, yeah where's my carpet knife put a new blade in it i mean that but he had to he had kids you know he had kids at home to feed and you know it's just you know that's the way that they lived back then and that's the loyalty they had to one job hey i've got a good job with good benefits i'm not leaving it i don't care if i hate it or not it's what feeds my family and it's good good benefits nowadays we have the luxury of fucking you know like what i do Duh. I want a job. i want to find something else. I don't like it here. <laughs> no, this chair is not very comfortable. I'm going to go work at fucking Best Buy. Duh. Right. Like super bitchy, high maintenance, fucking, you know, and I'll admit That's it, you boy. but uh, yeah, know. but uh, yeah, anyway, this job I have now, I, I like it. Not that the audience cares. Uh, I like it so far. I've got a lot more to learn, so I think it'll keep me engaged for a while. Um, the nice thing is about this gig is. I've already heard from my manager that she understands that this isn't a forever job. The one I have now she expects, she anticipates that people aren't going to spend five, 10 years doing my my job
1: next after this, then moving up in the company.
0: Well, yeah. So we have, so our team is a total of like 14 people, four of us, five of us do the exact same job. The whole rest of the team is like specializing in different areas of compliance and risk management. So the next step would be, I would go to like a senior role on what in one of those positions we should be doing a different job doing more like project management kind of stuff and pressure points yes Take maybe that's when the that. wrestling mats okay, come out cool. me and all the 53 year old women so it's something to work for right work towards get in shape fatty yeah. <laughs> that's what they told me on my second day <laughs> oh by is. the way you need to cut weight <laughs> Shit. takes you back to wrestling practice where you're jogging with <laughs> a garbage bag over your head Shit. <laughs> trying to pee as much as you can um Alright, well I guess we can roll it, roll it uh, roll it up and deliver it to the audience, huh? Alright. Wrap it up, wrap it down. Wrap it down? No. I don't know what that means. Tie her down and wrap her up. Sure. That sounded like a serial killer. Let's not <laughs> I'm not gonna say that again. That sounded weird. Uh all right, I'm done. Okay. If you're done. I'm done. Bye bye, folks. Bye.